Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Let's Talk Life podcast. Um, I mentioned in last episode that I was going to be having a guest on that would be talking about something that we've both been experiencing recently, which is the reason why I have been kind of MIA for a little bit. So um, today I have my friend Amanda from theater, um, and she and I unfortunately both both lost our very, very special furry children. So our pets recently just passed within, I believe, a week of each other. So we are going to be chatting about grief and loss today of our of our pets. It's going to be, you know, a heavy subject. It's going to be sad, but um, that's that's what we've been going through. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, hello, Amanda. Thank you so much for for agreeing to do this. Hi, it's no problem. So if you could just if you could just maybe introduce yourself a little bit, talk a little bit about, you know, just like what you do, who you are, what your interests are. Sorry, that's my niece. (laughs) (laughs) Um my name is Amanda and um I live in South Amboy, New Jersey and I was a nanny for I don't even know how long, twenty years. Wow. I worked in child care my entire life, but recently, um, and as of June, I learned disability because I have fibromyalgia, so I've been dealing with a lot of pain and exhaustion from that. Uh, I went on disability, and then I was in a car accident, and then oh. a month later, not even a month later, I found out that my cat had stomach cancer, and then from there, it was like a pretty quick progression um, to her yeah wow you've had like the worst of the worst it sounds that's horrible you are you are very very strong seriously it's not easy sometimes i don't feel so strong but so your cat princess was how old was she she was 11 she would have been 12 in january of next year I had her since she was born. Um, my best friend at the time, uh, her cat had kittens, and I just fell in love with one of the kittens. So as soon as she was old enough for me to take her, I did, and she's been my my little companion ever since. Yeah. I always had cats uh, growing up. I think when I was seven, maybe I got my first cat. We were we took him straight. So I had my cat. My first cat was Smokey, and I was very close to her. But I was a kid, so I didn't really have the responsibility. Of right. Taking care of the cat, you know, and I'm yeah. another strain, and that cat had kittens, and that, you know, my sister brought home some cats, so my mom's always been the cat lady, and I've always loved cats, but none of them really seemed like mine the way that princess was. Right. I was, you know, a grown up already when I took her in, and, you know, she was my full responsibility, so mm-hmm. it's very different. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you're caring for them, they, I don't care what anybody says animals your pets are your children it's yes the only difference is that they can't talk back to you <laughs> yeah but yeah, they, I mean, it's the same thing you have to put your money into them to feed them and yeah. keep them alive and keep them happy and yeah, right. it's, it's a lot the same yes and it's unfortunate that they can't tell us when things are wrong mm-hmm. um like human humans can do because you know then we end up in situations like you and i were both in you know yes 
Yes. Um, it's, it's very unfortunate. In my circumstance, my dog, I adopted him when I was 20 years old. Um, I adopted him by myself. Um, so he was my, my dog. He was my responsibility. He obviously became the family dog. Everybody, everybody loved him so much. He was, he was only four years old, unfortunately. Um, when he passed, he just turned four in May. And, um, so what happened was that he was a completely healthy dog. He just got all of his shots and everything. He was done. He was so healthy, so energetic. He had the biggest personality. And then one day, um, my dad was, I guess my dad was home from work because I think it was a Tuesday. Oh, no, it was the summer. What am I saying? Because my dad's a teacher. I'm thinking of, you know, the school year. No, um, so my dad, my dad was sleeping and he, in the morning, heard this giant thud. And then all of a sudden, my dog came up and jumped in the bed with him and slept with him. And so he didn't think anything of it. And then later that day, my dad realized that he was limping and that he he was dragging one of his feet. He took him immediately to the to the doctor, the vet, and she gave him a steroid. Said he might have just pulled a muscle or something. Sometimes they don't like to, you know, put pressure on their on their foot because they don't know what's going on or. So we, we kept an eye on him, and it was just getting worse that day. And that night, um, he started losing feeling in both of his feet, it seemed like. And it was about 1 in the morning. I was sleeping on the couch downstairs with him because I didn't want him to sleep in the bed. Because if he tried to jump out of the bed, he would have hurt himself even more. So I was laying on the couch with him, and which is lower to the ground. And he... I didn't know really what happened. My dad said when he heard that thud, there was a suitcase in my parents' room, like a luggage suitcase that was supposed to go in the attic, and it had books on it, and there were a bunch of heavy books, and he bumped into it looking for his toy or something, and the books fell right on his back. And he was a dachshund, so they have the long backs, so their backs are very, very fragile. And so that next morning, though, we took him to the Red Bank Animal Hospital, which is about two minutes from my house, which I'm very lucky. Um, and we got him in for emergency surgery. And I, it was all so fast. I really just didn't get the chance to think of anything. So I had to pay $10,000 for this insane surgery. But he was four years old. He was my child. I needed to do anything that I could to help save him. And unfortunately, he... He became paralyzed even after the surgery. His he slipped a disc. It was too, it was too much damage, and it was in the wrong spot. It, if it was like a like one like spot below, he could have been okay. But he lost feeling, and he developed a condition called myelomalacia, which only affects six percent of dogs ever, and most they it affects six percent of dogs and. I think they said about 35 out of 50 are dachshunds. So it's not uncommon for dachshunds, but he was only four. It's not like he broke it on his own. It, it just kind of this freak, this freak accident. And we had to make the decision whether to put him to sleep and let him have a painless de- passing with his family around or he was going to be paralyzed all over his body and he would have just stopped breathing i didn't want him to i didn't want him to to suffocate so our whole family got a call at like 5 30 
and we he was he was gone by 6:30. We only had 1 hour to process that our dog was passing away, that we needed to make a decision and we had to say goodbye and make the decision all in 1 hour. So that was that was pretty traumatizing. Um yeah, it was awful. Very 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 painful. Um but now I wanted to so so that's both of our stories kind of um that I wanted to dig deeper into. I know that yours was a little more simple, mine was more complex cuz mine was just like some sort of freak thing that just randomly happened. Like it was awful. And I feel bad. Oh, I feel horrible for Princess. Poor poor baby probably was in pain, couldn't tell you and you know how exactly. did an animal can really withhold a lot like, you know, withstand a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, before they even show any symptoms half the time. I was going to so say. It's really hard, especially with cats, because they're so standoffish to begin yep. with. You know, yeah, they can be cuddly, but for the most part, you know, they do their own thing. Right. You know, they're not like dogs. Dogs are like pretty much always in your face. <laughs> um, and you can tell when there's something wrong with them because they go out and they run around and they go for walks. And cats aren't like that. So when there's something wrong, it's a lot harder to tell. Right. Um, and, you know, she was older, 11, 11 is pretty, you know, it's getting up there for a cat. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, my other cats, the kittens, um, they were born, I think the year before my sister was born, she's 24 now, and I think the last one died at 21. Wow. So to be like 21. So to watch my mom's cat was that long, like, I was hoping for the same for my cat, you know, um, but... She had, when I took her to the vet when she was younger, they found a heart murmur, and it was a stage four. Um, but they said, you know, there's really not much you can do for that, and, you know, any kind of intervention might make it worse, and, you know, mm-hmm. she can live with it. So she's lived with a heart murmur her whole life. Right. Um, it wasn't until last year, I would say, she was always pretty fat. After I got her spade, <laughs> she, she gained a lot of weight, and she was always a very obese cat. Like, all of her vet records said, you know, she was obese. Oh. Not giving her wet food. I just gave her dry food. She also threw up a lot. But, you know, cats throw up. They have hairballs. They throw right. up a lot. It's a small. So, it's okay, fine. She, she can touch it. As long as she doesn't touch this. I'm sorry. My niece. That's okay. Yeah, here, here. And she's trying to get into everything, and her brother's trying to stop her. Um, That's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, which is fine as a fibromyalgia. I always lose my <laughs> train of thought. Um, so she started losing weight. I would say we noticed it. I was living with my best friend at the time. And everything coming through. Um, around, uh, I want to say October, maybe of last year, I realized she started to lose some weight. And then she started to look really shaggly. Mm. Um, and she also developed sores on her chin, oh. and we couldn't figure out what was going on. So finally, I took her to the vet. I was worried about money. Um, yeah. I have pet insurance through Vanfield uh, at PetSmart, so I paid monthly for that. But you know that some things aren't covered, and I would have to have a pocket. So I was a little worried about that. So mm. it didn't seem to be bothering her, and so I just kind of like left it for a little while until I had the money to go in. Um, I went in, and they treated her with an antibiotic. They didn't really know what it was. Um, but when they, when I brought her in for that, the vet said that her stomach looked um, a little distended, and she wanted to take x-rays. So they did that, um, and I don't think 
I'm trying to remember back. I, I don't think much came of it. Nothing showed up in x-rays. You know, she's like, if she, as long as she's eating and she's going to the bathroom and she's drinking water and she's being fine, you know, we can let her okay. So that's pretty much what we did um, until uh, this summer. And I would say probably, probably about June. Um, she started sleeping a little bit more, you know, she was just more lethargic. Yeah. She was still just eating, but everything still the So I didn't bring her in until July. I think it was like middle, the beginning of July that I brought her in. Um, and unfortunately, the fact that she had been dating my love had gone to Japan or something to, to practice that medicine. I don't know. Um, so we had a new guy who was just as good. Um, a little awkward, but he was just as good. Um, so... I said I was worried. I said, look like she really did lose weight this time. Like, now she looks like she's got more bones and just skin hanging off her. Doesn't look like there's much left to her. Aww. So I brought her in and they did the MRI. It was, it was like almost a $1,000 to do. Um, an old, not with an MRI, I'm sorry. It was an ultrasound. That's a lot. All this other stuff. Um, also, going back to the chin thing, the antibiotics they gave her eventually cleared up her chin. But she was looking good. She started to look healthy again. She wasn't looking shyly to looking healthy. So that's why, you know, I just didn't bring her in. She was doing fine. Yeah. It was until July. So all that time had passed. And um, she really did start to look like she had lost a significant amount of weight at that point. And I brought her in and she did. She was down to nine pounds, I think, from 14. Wow. So that was in July. So they did everything they figured out. You know, she's got she's got lymphoma in her stomach, um, and it seems to be spreading into her chest cavity. Aww. But they didn't want to do. They said, you know, you can do treatment for her. You know, um, chemotherapy stuff like that. But because she's a little bit older and because she has a heart murmur, she might not take to it very well. At that point, other than the weight loss. She still seems to be okay, other than the um, excessive sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, maybe we can. I was hoping if anything, she would just pass at home, you know? Yeah. Once she had passed at home, I was hoping that that would be the case. So it was, we went on vacation in August, August 9th through, I think we got back on the 17th, 16th or 17th. Um, I had my sister stay here because I didn't want to bring her anywhere and get her, you know, out of her element and get all upset. She, you know, every time she has to leave house, she knows that she's going to bed or something and she'll get upset. But I had my sister stay here all week with her. I had a, I went and bought a pet camera. I went and bought a pet camera so that I could spy on her. Yeah. Like, I went, like, out of, like, way out of my way to make sure that I was, you know, I told my sister if anything happens, if she, she makes any kind of change in her behavior, call me, we'll come back immediately because we were still on the East Coast. So, Right. It would have been a few hour drive and we would have back. I said, I don't cut my vacation short. We got back and about a week later, not even a week later, um, it just got worse. And I I said to my boyfriend, I said, I think this is it. I think she's on the way out. You know, I, I realized she still came, but she had improved in a couple of days. Aww. Then I realized that her water bowl wasn't going down, which there was excessive thirst. Because my sister said she filled the water bottle. The, she's like one of those big water tanks. Yeah. It lasts for, it should last for a couple of days. My sister said she filled it before she left uh, the last day before we came back from vacation. When we walked in the door that night, though, it was empty. So I said, you know, did she drink that much water? Like, that's crazy. Wow. But then I realized that she wasn't drinking water. 
and she wasn't pooping. And all she eats is dry food, so her appetite seemed to be fine. And so I would say it was about, so the 17th we got back, I would say it was like the 20, 21st, 22nd, around there. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is it for her. And um, my, my old roommate came over because she was down the street. Her and her girlfriend came over. And we all just kind of sat. I canceled all my plans. We just kind of sat with her. We fed her people food. We gave her the chicken. Like, and she went, she was still eating crazy. Like, wow. we gave her chicken. She nearly bit my friend's finger off trying to eat the chicken. Uh, you know, gave her tuna. I gave all that stuff. But she wasn't drinking water. So I knew that was a horrible sign. So I made the vet appointment for the 25th of August. And... My place like a bowling tournament that day, so my, my older roommate said, you know, I'll go with you if you want to be alone. And, you know, I, I, when I called the vet, I said, you know, I just want an opinion. Do we need to put her to sleep? Because I, I really don't want to do that. Or do they think that she can, you know, just pass quietly at home without being, without suffering? So I didn't expect anything. I thought that when it came to putting animals down, at least with PetSmart, because it's not an actual, like, pet hospital, right. that they wouldn't be able to do it on the spot, that that's something you had to schedule or... Yeah. You know, whatever the case may be. So we went in, and it was a new vet. It was just out of the third vet. And I'd never seen this vet before, but they, prom- they promised me that she was just as good as the other two. So I went in, and um, she she said that the, the, her not drinking water, her not pooping, her, and her organs were starting to shut down. And she said, you know, she seems to be, like, at that point when I was holding her, I, I had her in a towel, I was holding her. She had, like, spittle coming out of her mouth. She had, like, soup in her eyes. And she just didn't look right. And I knew, like, in my heart that, you know, this was really the end. But I really just hoped that I could bring her home and that she would just pass with us. Yeah. Like, you know, her organs are shutting down. She's like, you can do that. She's like, but keep in mind that she might pass when you're completely alone. Everybody's at work and you're by yourself. You know, she's like, but I really do think that she is suffering. I think her organs are shutting down. It really is, you know, she's quietly suffering. And she's like, I think the best thing to do would be to put her to sleep. She's like, but that is your decision. So she's like, I'm not going to tell you you have to do that. So even though that was crying, me and my friend were crying. Everybody wow. Was out. I didn't have service in the room, but I had to go out into PetSmart to call my boyfriend. I'm just terribly crying, trying to walk away from, you know, all the other people waiting with their pets. Yeah. Why is this show coming on? I'm sorry. I'm trying to distract the kids, but the Netflix isn't working. Um, she's fine, but there's nothing she can get into. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she's okay. She's okay. She's okay. Okay. Well, here, move, move your soda. Change your soda. I'm so sorry, Bethany. No, you're okay. Um, so, I have to go out and call him in the middle of TechSmart now. I don't know if you're a busy TechSmart, but they're mostly, like, warehouses. Yeah. My voice is echoing off of every day, and I'm just hysterically crying. I'm like, you have to come here right now. You know, we have to do this. So, plus, you have to pay for it, because unfortunately, it was like another $1,000. No, it was like $400. Yeah. To just to euthanize her. Yeah. I didn't have. So, um, he raised back, and the vet said, you know, take all the time you need. So, I just told her and talked to her. You know, my, my friend was a photographer, and she had to just snap up the pictures. They're kind of morbid, but at the same time, like, you know, she had her, her paw on my chin, on my chin looking at me. You know, I love that she did capture those moments, though. And um, so my boyfriend out there, he said goodbye. Everybody was crying. It was ridiculous. And I know. Oh, um, I know. Finally, we were ready. She came and she put the catheter in her paw. And she said, you know, I'm going to put the 
the anesthesia in first, and then I'm going to put whatever the medicine is to you right. to make their heart stop. Well, she, she put the uh, anesthesia in, and Princess just like kind of like got stiff. I felt her. Mine did that too. She was so thin, and she like got up, and um, I saw her just like her eyes got wide, <gasps> and then I just felt everything. No stopped. way. But everything. Everything. She had died before they even put the medicine in. Really? Because her heart stopped because of the anesthesia, which makes, which a little bit was a relief to me that I had not chosen to do any sort of treatment yeah. in the past or even any dental work because we have to put them on anesthesia for dental work. Then I glad I never did any of that because the anesthesia was stopped her heart months ago and this would have been, you know, it would have wow. been um, like a, a sudden thing that I, I didn't even have any time to prepare for. So at least I was more prepared you know, I had yeah. a lot of care for the fact that she was on her way out. I just hope that I, I just wish that I had more time, and I was hoping that oh. I would have more time. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, it, so, I mean, and that was it, and then they, you know, it was rough, because now I'm, like, I'm home, I'm on disability, I'm not working anymore. You know, I'm used to being out of the house 12 or more hours a day, um, but being home for, like, just the last two months with her, you know, she was always here with me, she would always... Yeah, that's the um, hard part when they're not there anymore. She, yeah, she, uh, you know, not hearing her collar jingle, and I, I like, slept with her collar in my hand the first night. I'm like, every time I pause and turn on my sleep, it would jingle, and my boyfriend's like, you have to put that down, I keep thinking I hear her. <laughs> um, and then it took a couple weeks, like a week or so. And when I got the ashes back, we did a really good job with yeah. it. And a little shine to her over my window, and I miss her. You know, it's hard not having her presence here anymore. Oh, you know, I know. Not seeing her jingle bell, and you know, not seeing her stuff. I had to like get rid of her stuff immediately. I just threw it, cleaned everything up, threw everything in the bag, gave it to my mom for her cat because I just couldn't stand seeing it. And wow. everybody keeps asking me, "Do you want another cat?" Like immediately. I don't know why people ask that. Yeah. Like immediately when you lose a pet, you get another one. No, I hate like, that. When you lose a loved one, you get another one. Like, yeah, like, right. Why is that the response for that? I hate that so too. I was like, no, because she was she was my like my everything. So I can't imagine replacing her. And you know, my my I had to do a my apartment needed to be inspected like the next day, and the inspection guy, just my landlord, told him my cat passed, and the inspection guy had spots to cat. So he left me a note on the table. I heard your cat passed away. I have three foster cats if you want one. You give me a call. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, I don't want one. Wow. So, yeah, that's, it's, it's been rough. It's getting easier. I think, it, like everything is, life has to go on. People have to keep living their lives. Yeah. So, it gets easier, but it's still bad, you know, not to have her here, I... not to her presence. And, you know, all the little things that used to annoy me, like her, her cat litter, um, I bought the paper pellets because she would make such a mess with them. At least the paper pellets were cleaner yeah. and more sanitary. Um, but not even having those around to vacuum up um, or, um, you know, her fur all over the couch. Yeah. You know, not even having those, those annoying little chores to have to do. You know, I miss it. I would give anything oh, to have. absolutely. I understand. My, I, I, I just have to go back to what you said about when you with the anesthesia when you said her eyes widen and my dog did the same thing and I thought something was wrong because they told me that he had no feeling at all 
in his lower, you know, his legs or anything. And the girl was like pinching his feet in front of my dad and saying, he should feel this. This should hurt. And there was no, no, no reflexes, nothing. But when she put the, but when she put the needle in, he jumped and I was like, how, how did he feel that if he has no feeling? So that's been bothering me a lot because I'm like, were they wrong? Did I put my dog to sleep for nothing? But I talked to a vet tech who, a friend of mine, his daughter is a vet tech. And she said that that happens most of the time because it's like, it's kind of like hitting a nerve a little bit. And it like, it, it, even the, I can't explain it. Like he had no feeling they were right. But somehow when they hit that, it's like the whole body just like reflexes kind of. Yeah. Well, that warned me. She said when I put, well, she warned me when she put the, the um, when she was going to put the actual medicine in, yeah. euthanize her. She said she might like jump up. You know, it's a it's a reflex that oh. she might have. Um, she's like, don't Sad. be alarmed. But that happened before she even got to that point because of her heart. Wow. See, oh. no, it was only when it was only when she did the anesthesia that he did that, and then. My whole family was crying. There were six of us in there. It was my my parents, my my boyfriend, my brothers, and I, and we loved him so much that so we all wanted to be there. And everybody else turned around because they couldn't watch. I was I was right there with him in front of his face, petting him, smiling, tr- not crying because even though I wanted to cry more than anything, I wasn't because I didn't want him to see me crying. I didn't want the last thing he saw to see me crying, so I kept telling him, I love you so much. I'll yeah. always I'll always love you and and then I saw him just go to sleep and it was really horrific, but yeah. it was better. It was better than no like knowing that he would have passed away on his own painfully. And then I thought that he was gone already, so I was like, I think he's gone and the girl goes, No, he's not. Like she was super cold. My mom and I keep saying that she's super, she was super cold. She was kind of just like, okay, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't genuine. We're all crying hysterically. I said to her, I said, if there's anything that can be done, anything, I don't care how much money. I don't care. And she was just like, there's just nothing you can do. I would put him to sleep. Like, she was just not warm. And that bothers me still. Yeah, that's terrible. I demanded to that's, see his. That's not right at all. I demanded to see his his medical records and everything, so I have those. And I just wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing because it's still haunting me. It is. Yeah, I'm still being oh, haunted. Yeah. I still see that in my face. In my like when I close my eyes. Yes, that, yes, yes. <laughs> I still see it. I still see that image in my face. Right. Yeah. Same. Same. And. I'm glad that you decided to stay, too, for her passing because when people leave, when you leave the room, your pet looks for you. Like, my dad my dad left the room. My dad left the room for a second to go pay the bill. And, and, and my dog was looking for him. And so when he came, we didn't do anything until my dad came back because he was looking for my dad. It was really sad. Oh. Yeah, my poor dog was only I mean, really, four. It makes a difference if the people that are that are doing this for you are, you know, they understand the pain that you're going through and that hard it is, and that they're sympathetic to that. You know, like I'm very fortunate that the vet, you know, I was worried about seeing a vet that I've never seen before. Yeah, um, but she was fantastic. So I can't imagine having somebody there that that just so insensitive yeah, to what you and your family were going through, and that's that's 
terrible. And I told her, I was like, he's only four years old. You have to understand why we're very upset. And I feel bad because I kind of, I like yelled at her on the phone too. I like screamed at her because I was like, you were, I was like, I'm paying you guys $10,000. You're supposed to be taking care of him. And, and it's sad because I brought him, I brought him a snack. I brought him his favorite food in the world was cream cheese. He was so spoiled, this dog. He ate macaroni and cheese he he was spoiled so i brought him a little bit of cream cheese and he wouldn't even eat it before he passed he wouldn't but they uh, they gave him yeah he wasn't even hungry because apparently his stomach muscles were you know, his stomach muscles mom, yeah. were weak because of the injury um yeah so I, but it still haunts me and it's really going into healing now like afterwards like i had just done a show this summer and i was so happy because i i made a lot of friends i really enjoyed doing the show i had a really nice role and th- it this literally happened the day after i my show closed so i kept saying like i'm so happy finally happy for over something and then this happens like right away and yeah I'll- so much at once yeah but when it when it comes to healing and stuff i've been trying so hard to try and get over well not really get over this because somebody told me it you never it never gets better but it does get easier so day 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 to day like you said it does get easier but it's still really difficult because i have i have two cats and i have a dog and my dog is so lonely now and she lays on the couch and she just sleeps and she looks up and she looks up the window and we we can't even say his name because her ears go up and she looks for him it's really sad and and she's only six years old she's young and everybody keeps telling me like oh are you gonna get another dog get another dog you know and i keep i kept saying at first no 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 i don't want to replace him because you never really will be replacing them but i did talk to my dad about it my dad goes all a pet does for you is bring you joy and love. And eventually getting another dog is never going to replace him. It's going to help ease the pain. And it's going to help our other dog. So if we did get another dog eventually, it would mostly be for our other dog. Also, though, because we're hurting so bad still. It's been a month. We're hurting so bad. We talk about it every day and cry every day. It's horrible. It was a freak thing for a four-year-old healthy dog. Oh, yeah, that's, that's horrible, the fact that he wasn't even, you know, he wasn't really sick. And he, no, he wasn't. So young, like, you know, at least for me, I could say, well, 11, 11 years old, she was, she was a long life, you know, this is, I guess, a long life for a cat. Yes. I don't know if she had a good life, but for a four-year-old dog, that's just... Yeah, at least 11 years, yeah, like, you, you're very fortunate that you had her for, you know, that time, and you gave her the best life you could have, and, like, he did have a wonderful life. He had a wonderful quality of life he had a family that adored him he went on walks he went to the park he got the best of food that he could have he had a nice big backyard he had a another yeah. my my other dog his sister he loved and but it's not fair he was just the happiest dog in the world he loved life and that's really yeah. what's, it's bothering me and i've been trying so hard to heal in any way i can i've been going to therapy my therapist i love her to death but she's not really it's it's like she can't even do anything for me. That's how bad it's getting. I I can't sleep a full night. I haven't slept a full night since the beginning of August because every night I wake up in a panic, like something either is going to happen to my other dog who sleeps with me 
or yeah. or I dream about him. I dream about him every night. I hear his paws in my head. I I guess it's all in my head. I hear his paws across my floor. It's yeah. very strange, and I keep waking up in a panic. It's awful. I can't That's sleep. Terrible. I can't sleep a full night. But I am trying to do cons- you know constructive good things. I you know I've been I took on another another show that I'm in I'm to to try and distract me. I've been spending distract yourself, yeah. I've been spending a lot of time with my nieces and nephews, helping them when you know my niece gets home from school. I've been trying to do things. You know, I I went back. I didn't work for like two weeks after. I didn't I I didn't take any gigs. I didn't teach any singing lessons. Like I didn't do anything because I I couldn't. So now I'm I'm doing a lot more. Work is distracting me and. But this is my favorite time of the year. I love autumn and I feel like I feel like really I don't know, like the holidays are coming and I feel like I'm not going to be able to enjoy it because he's not here. Like I'm just sad. Yeah. I'm just sad now and I'm trying so hard to find peace and it's getting better. It is getting better. But people really need to understand when you lose a pet, it's not just oh, it's just a dog. Oh, it's just a cat. It's not a person. No, yeah. Um, it's the same thing. You you live with them, don't you? Exactly. There's no just. There's, yeah. There's, I don't see any difference because I've lost. I lost my grandfather. I lost my grandmother. I lost an uncle. I like, and yeah, it's very very painful losing anybody. But my my dog was my responsibility. He was my child. Of course it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Honestly, it hurts worse. I love yeah. my grandparents, of course, but they were sick. I kind of expected it a little bit. They did live their their full lives, you know? Mm-hmm. But so I wanted to ask like what what things have you been have you been doing when it comes to trying to heal for yourself? Have you taken on any artistic creative things or like what are you doing when um, it comes to distracting yourself no. <laughs> honestly um just I, I couldn't take anything I think I'm focused so much on my pain right now like right physical pain, um that it's been hard to focus on too much else so that's kind of like my distraction that's self-care um, though that's self-care you know, that's important yeah yeah um, I write, you know, I have friends that I can talk to that understand, you know, my boyfriend's always here, you know, he lives with me, so, right. you know, he gets it too when I'm sad, um, you know, and if I feel like I need to cry it out, I cry it out, um, I think I was a little bit more prepared for it, so maybe it was a little bit easier for me yeah. than if it had been sudden like yours was, um, but I haven't done too much else, but to be honest, my doctor had described me, um, the balls up for anxiety because can give you a lot of depression and anxiety and stuff too because you know you're in pain all the time so it's 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 such a wear on you mentally so I was having a lot of problems already struggling with depression and anxiety so I I started seeing a new doctor she gave me some balsa for anxiety and depression but it also helps fibromyalgia patients um so it's like threefold for me Uh, I started taking that and it actually started working immediately and I feel like you know, I have more energy now. I have more pep in my step. I'm not feeling that, you know, like I can still feel my feelings. It's not trying to get but it's making it more manageable. Um, so I think that helps a lot, you know. Yeah. I'm not a big advocate for shoving medicine down people's throats, but if they need it, if they, you know, if somebody right. needs it and it helps, then um, then I, I am, you know, for it. And for me, I think I don't want to be on medicine the rest of my life, but right. this really has helped me it's helped my pain a lot too like I'm not in constant pain as much as I was before either 
Good. Um, good. So That's good, though. Yeah, it is really good. So I think that actually has helped a lot um, with, you know, dealing with, with the loss. Right. The fact that, you know, I have, you know, medicine that's helping me, yeah. helping me deal with it. But just talking about it, just, you know, sometimes you just talk out loud there. I'm here all by myself all day. I go to my doctor's appointments, you know, multiple. Sometimes I have more than one a day, you know. Sometimes yeah. I have more than two a day. Um and I go to what I need to do, and that distracts me because I'm constantly in and out. Um, but, you know, if I am home and it's quiet, you know, I'll, I'll talk to her. Like, she's still here. Like, I have her picture over by her ashes, and I'll talk to her. And sometimes I do feel like she's still here. Like, I totally believe in ghosts and stuff like that. Oh, like, me too. When I was holding her, I was like, you can come back and haunt me. And I don't feel too much like <laughs> she has yes. a ghost here. But there was definitely a time where I was really sad, and I was laying on, on a couch, and normally she would crawl up on my head, like, on a pillow, wherever my head was. That was where she liked to be. And um, yeah. I felt, like, I felt a pressure on the pillow. Aww. And I was, like, I kind of sat up, like, what was that? And I, like, kind of tried to recreate the feeling to see if it was just me and my movements that right. made that, that feeling. But I couldn't recreate it. So in my head, I'm like, okay, she's here. Like, I felt her. And that was actually the thing that we brought her ashes home, I believe. Wow. So I really felt like, you know, she's here, maybe not making her presence known completely, but she's, or maybe she's not here haunting me, but maybe, you know, like, she's definitely, like, you know, like, you right. know, that presence that, you know, like, fully believe that you're a loved one check in, check in on us from time to time. Oh, yeah. They don't haunt us, they're not ghosts, but they can check in on us, like, their spirit is here somehow. Right. And, um, I, I feel like that. She's definitely here. Oh, yeah. I need her to be, you know? Absolutely. I was actually going to... That's so funny because that that was my next... My next thing was actually going to be... That's very, very weird. Was if you've encountered any spiritual or supernatural since she passed. Um, Yeah. Just that, but... Interesting. I do do believe in it. What about you? Me too. A hundred percent believe in it. Um, So... It's funny because I did a lot of research um, after he passed. I did a lot of research. I, I became really curious because I've never been one that was religious. I personally yeah. do not believe in God. Um, I I'm kind of agnostic, so I say like if there if there's a heaven, that's wonder that's wonderful, and if there's not, then there's not. Um, I'm just yeah. kind of I'm I'm not thinking about that stuff while I'm alive. I want to just live my life. I want to be a good person and live my life and I'm not letting it affect me. Because people live in fear of, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, if I do this, I'm not going to get into heaven. I say you have to live your life. Because, um, you know, if there is a God, they would, you know, I guess that's what they would want you to do. Live your life to the fullest. But um, I, I did, I've been, you know, so I've always had a little bit of a struggle with faith to begin with. But Ever since he passed, it was bothering me really badly because I kept saying, I've always been, you know, in favor of, well, if it's just, you know, eternal sleep, that's what it is. But then when he passed, I was struggling with that because I was thinking, I don't want that to be the case for him. He doesn't deserve that. I want him to be running around somewhere. But I've always believed in ghosts because, I mean, I don't talk about this ever, but in 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 my bloodline, there is... There is psychic um, energy. So I I do predict things from now and then. I don't talk about it because so many people will shut me down, think I'm crazy. So I, I, I literally just don't talk about it at all. I pretend like it doesn't exist. Um, yeah. My mom predicts things and my grandmother too. So there is a psychic line on my mom's side. Um, 
And so I've always known that there was energy as a thing. Everything is made of energy, light, you know, everything. So I really believe that everybody has a spirit, has an energy. So I, you know, I, I did a lot of research and I found this guy who's a pet medium and he's apparently the best in the entire country. So I read stories about this guy, the things that, that people said that you wouldn't believe. Like people called him because their pets were missing and he directed them to where to where their pets were. Like, oh, wow, really? like, like they would, he would say, okay, go down this street, go down the, you know, go down this street, make a left, go to the local park. You'll see a blue garbage can. Your cat is hiding underneath a bench. And like, this guy lives in Arizona and people from all over the world call him. So, wow. yeah. So I actually scheduled something with him and it's like a, it's like a fake numbers that, that, that he's given. Like, it's like, um, so that he can't like look you up, I guess, beforehand. So I didn't give my number, my name. I mean, I had to give my phone number, but it gave him like a different number. It's one of those like, you know, automated like texting service uh-huh. kind of things, but for numbers. So he called me and he didn't know because sometimes he he talks to pets that are still alive. He talks to people that are that people that are deceased. So he didn't know what my my purpose was. So he calls me and he's like. He's like, hi. He's like, hi, I'm Charles. Um, what's your name? So I said, oh, I'm Bethany. Nice to meet you. And he goes, so what are you, what are you looking to accomplish today? And all I said was, I want to, I want to connect with a pet who has passed. I didn't say when, I didn't say anything else. And the first thing he mentioned was my cat coming through that I had when I was a child that died when I was 12, which I never, never, I have never think about him. He mentioned his name too, which was very strange. Um, so he said his name, and then he said, then he said all out of the blue, he goes, okay, I see a bronze-colored dachshund coming through. I hope you have a connection, because he really wants to talk, and it was, it was Heinz, and he mentioned, Aww. he mentioned things that happened in the hospital room that people, people, that only my family would know, because we were there, like, things that nobody would know. So I did wow, have closure, I had closure there. He said, he said, oh, did somebody see a rainbow? And my mom saw a rainbow the day before. And he goes, that's not from your dog, by the way. If when people see rainbows, they think it's from their pets. It's not. It's from it's from a person. So, so he said, did somebody ask your maternal grandmother because I I'm getting that from her right now to meet your dog at the gate or something like that. Meet your dog in heaven. And my mom did, and I said yes. All I said was yes. And he goes, okay. Your grandmother's telling me that she sent your mother the rainbow to let her know that she met him. Aww. I couldn't believe it. My, I, I felt like my heart sunk into my stomach because I was happy. I was thrilled. But this guy was just insane, like incredible. He was telling yeah. me. So he was telling me things that really made me feel better. Um, and it, it, it was amazing. And I really do believe it. Of course, there is always just going to be some skepticism and some doubt in your in your feeling but i i'm very into spirituality into the supernatural so i'm hoping i'm hoping that something happens because he told me he goes you're finding it very hard to connect with him aren't you and i said yes and he said because a lot of the time people see or feel their pets or some people see them out of the corner of their eye after they pass but Uh apparently apparently a lot of that is because pets 
have a hard time crossing over because they don't understand the concept of death until really? yeah until they die well it's true when um, when you have a like my dog right now she doesn't know what death is she probably just thinks my other dog just went away somewhere to live somewhere else yeah so yeah, so they don't know so they have a hard time so sometimes they need help crossing over and they go back to their owners and then but Heinz, my dog apparently didn't have that he was just ready to go and he went and apparently the guy explained it. He said my dog mentioned it as like my dog was talking to him. He goes, it, it's like my dog said that he was in a car and then all of a sudden he got out of a car. So like it's like when you're in a car, you're in this like small confined space, which I guess is earth. And then you get out of the car and you're free into the world. And that's how he felt going into heaven. So he had somebody to meet him there because my mo- my grandmother was asked to meet him there. So that's why he didn't have a hard time. I think that's amazing. But, that is amazing. But the guy said to me, he goes, you're, gonna have, you're having a hard time connecting, but you're not ready yet. He knows you're not ready yet. And when you're ready, you're going to start seeing him in your dreams. And now the past week, I've had him in my dream almost every single night. Really? So I really hope that that's him trying to visit me because it's weird. I can feel him. I can smell him. It's it's amazing. But yeah. I really hope. Help you heal fast. You know, heal <laughs> a little bit more now. Yes, I hope. I really hope so. I hope that he keeps coming in my dreams to, to um, you know, to help me heal because it's been it's been hard. But I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous that you got to feel her because. I would have loved to feel something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to get the, this guy's uh, information from you. Yeah. I've seen um, a medium before in the past. Um, and only once. Like, I, like, you know, a lot of people claim to be psychics and stuff. And right. I don't, I don't buy that. But, yes. Um, yeah. I had firsthand accounts from people about this one medium. Um, so I had gone with my friend whose husband had died in Afghanistan. And, um, wow. it was crazy. Like, my, she did, she was a group of us. There was, like, maybe 10 people. Yeah. And she doesn't know any of us. She was from Maryland. And she, the only person she knew was the person hosting the event. And the person hosting the event was somebody that I worked with. It wasn't even somebody I was close with. And, um, the things that, she, that the people that came through and the things that yep. she knew and said were amazing. And so she was, I mean, she was legit. Um, and I'll never forget that. And I wish that I still had Yeah, that. I've seen a couple I've seen a couple that all said the same thing too, like in different in different different parts of you know the state. Um, I've different parts of the country. I've experienced different mediums, and they all have said basically the same things about my past, my present, my future. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, and it's it's just this guy is amazing. I'll give you his information. He's got a podcast and everything. He's awesome. Um. And if anybody who's listening, if anybody who's listening is interested, um, you can contact me. I'll give you, I'll give you his information. He's awesome. There's stories online about him, about, you know, there's probably over, over a thousand stories that I couldn't even get through half of them where people are talking about him. There's not one negative review. Oh, he's awesome. Very personable too. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So it did make me feel better. And every day I'm trying to do things that are, are going to make me feel happy, but then I always get into that pit of sadness a little bit. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's normal. But at least you're trying, you know, and I think it's just going to take time. Yeah, you know? the stages of, the just stages don't, of don't grief. Don't let yourself wallow in it too much. You know, don't let yourself, let yourself feel your feelings, but don't let your feelings become 
consume you. Know, you. Yeah. Precedence over you. Yeah. Because, you know, you do have a life lead, lead and you would do with other pets and, you know, that's not what your dog would have wanted. No, I know. He would have wanted, wanted me to be, to be happy. happy. Oh, he loved. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, we were like mother and son. I mean, we were so yeah. close. He loved me and it's, I loved him and I was supposed to protect him. And you know that I, you always get the guilt. Like, li- like healing isn't oh, linear. Healing isn't linear. The stages of grief, they're all over the place. One day I'll be in acceptance. One day I'll be in denial and denial is something oh, yeah. I've been going through for the past month. And, um, but I'm, I'm trying to do more for myself. I'm, I'm about to join the gym. I'm, my dog is going on more walks now. Everybody's taking her on more walks. I'm trying to eat healthier, read more. So I'm trying to focus on myself right now because I feel like that's what he would have wanted me to do for myself. Yeah, and you'll get through it. You'll get yeah. You're doing all the right things. Yeah. I mean, the circumstances of his death, you know, it's just, it's just terrible. I think that yeah. alone is a hard thing to forget happen. And it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. I mean, no. you, you hit Princess for 11 years, but... but it's never long enough. It's never long enough, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it always feels like, it always feels like you could have had more time. Yeah, exactly. So, but I don't know. I really believe that there is something, and I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe Princess and Heinz are now, you know, maybe they're now together because we're, because we're talking right now you never yeah, know yeah you don't know right yeah you don't know and i'm i'm trying to take comfort in the good memories with him because he was wonderful yeah i think you have to do that and princess actually looks a lot like my cat that i have right now so it's it's cute actually she was really cute she was definitely really cute your princess she was adorable yeah she's a pretty baby and you gave her a great life, so definitely, you definitely made right the right choices for her, and she's definitely grateful for that. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard having to make that decision, you know? Oh, it is, because they can't talk. But I yeah. kind of put it this way. She's like, well, how do you feel? Like, I know, you know, my friend and I have been friends forever, and she said, you know, how do you feel about the fact that you were, you were suffering from cancer? Right. You know, and, you know, I know it's still controversial, but it is legal in New Jersey now to so have yeah. suicide, and... You know, it's like, no, if I'm suffering, please put me out of my misery, you know? And it's also both of our pets... that way, then. Both of our pets also, though, pass in a very peaceful way. Yeah. Like, they went to sleep, you know? It's better than something really horrific, like being hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it could always be worse, right? Yes. So I really hope, I really wish, you know, I hope you... I wish you the best of, you know, healing and stuff because it's never, it's never easy, but it, it will get, it will get easier. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. Um, and, um, we will see you next time. Bye.